Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too, Too Real. Real. Too My name is Michael E. Collin II, and with me, as always, is Matthew Lance House. Lance. Mm-hmm. Should I call you Sir Lancelot? No, more like Sarah Lance or. Um... Well, I don't, don't know the Captain Lance's. What, what was his name in Arrow? Sarah's father. What was his name? Wow, um, it's really sad that I forgot already. <laughs> I forgot his name. I don't know if they ever really. They used never really. Well, they they, they his real did. Name. It was always. They, they did, oh, okay. but I can't remember it now. Shit. Ca- but Cap- Captain Lance, and yeah, well, whatever. Both Captain Lances. Um, and Laurel well, Lance. Yeah. Because they're father and daughter, so obviously I'd be mm-hmm. related to. So. So they're both um, captains. <laughs> One, you know, admittedly even more, you know, um, standard role, you know, captain of a police precinct and the other yes. captain of a timeship, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but yeah, so that's cool. And they both eat Captain Crunch for breakfast. <clears throat> uh, I guess. I mean, that was never confirmed, but um, well, in my in my, in my head, in my so. head canon, they do. They they sit around the table oh, okay. together when they when 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 Sarah was a little girl and they just sat there and they ate some uh, yeah. crunch berries you know okay sometimes <clears throat> so, cool. sometimes peanut butter crunch right okay yeah once in a great while after it came out they would eat the oops all berries ah which is the only cereal that was a mistake. <laughs> I, I kind of liked them a little bit. Um, oh no, I'm not saying they're they're bad. I'm just saying it was a mistake because it says right on the box. Oops. Oh yeah, it oops, says oops. Berry. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which you know it's a mistake, but yet they mass produced them, so that's okay, whatever. Because um, all mistakes <clears throat> are put in boxes. Mm-hmm. We always <laughs> mass produce our mistakes. That's what America is made, mm-hmm. of, made of: mass production of mistakes. Yeah. And I don't care what you say about America here. Hey. In America, when we do something wrong, we do it in spades. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. And we profit from it. Wow. Whether it be, you know, something that makes sense and matters in the world, or something that's on your bre- breakfast table. <laughs> wow. Like oops all berries. The favorite cereal of Captain Lance and Captain Lance. You heard it here wow. first, folks. I don't know what this voice is, but I like it. <laughs> Alright, I'm back. So I was possessed for a second from that. That's fine. Which brings us to the topic of this episode, the Satan's Apprentice. Episode 5 <laughs> of Legends of Tomorrow. Season 6. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so, this episode starts out at Constantine's Manor, where um, Astra mm-hmm. 
Estrelage mm. is uh, struggling with everyday chores and her neighbor, Robert Truss, who is a ignorant bigot. Basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking old racist dude. Doesn't understand that Astra could live in that house and not be a maid. Asking her to come over and 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 <coughs> dust his right, his ugly uh, lamps, Bethany lamps. Yeah. Well, plus too before that, she's like trying to pay for like stuff, doesn't have enough money, and you know. Oh yeah, she was like, like at some kind of like farmers market or something, and doing that. Yeah. Nah, yeah. didn't have enough money to pay for the cab, so he kicked her out, and then she got splashed by a bunch of water. So she's not having a good day. Um, no. She's having about as good of a day that I had today. <laughs> Unfortunately, folks, I broke two lenses, two camera lenses today. Mm. Shooting a music video. Yeah. It, it, it happens. It happens. Yeah. Such is life. <clears throat> the one mm-hmm. I was like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll replace it. And then I broke a second one. <laughs> More reason that you should uh, go to our Patreon, folks, and uh, (laughs) subscribe so we can make a little bit of money here. And then, you know, I can continue to (coughs) make movies and music videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Matt can make music. And yeah, we can all live in harmony. I'm not sure where harmony is, but we're going to move there and we're going to live in harmony. Yeah, move. Yeah, we're gonna move to Harmony, yes. California or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, Harmony, California, a fake city. Um, yes, or Harmony, Washington, or Montana. Not Montana. There's nothing there, but um, Washington State. Um, Harmony, Tennessee. Har- eh, yeah. Okay, I can I can see that. Um, Harmony, Kentucky. Nah, I think Harmony, Tennessee, is, sounds like a good Harmony, Connecticut. Yeah, I could see that being like a posh. I wouldn't want to live there, but I could see it being like a posh little town, city, state type of thing. Um, Harmony, Ohio. Yeah, I just sounds super religious for some reason. <laughs> How about we just stay here in in, in Northwest Ohio? Yeah, <laughs> for the time being. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, okay, so like, oh man, I forgot when we did the Zach, not the Zach Morris, the um, Save by the Bell, the college years episode, there was a thing I wanted to say, but I totally forgot about it, where I have no idea if it, if joke was supposed to make sense and didn't land well, or if I just didn't understand the joke, but like, when um when uh, Mike, the, the our resident, uh, whatever his name is, the resident yeah. What's his name? Resident something. Uh, yeah. Whatever his, he comes knocking on the door to introduce himself, and Screech goes, "It's Ohio, and it talks." Like I don't know if I, I'm supposed I think to get that. What he's or talking like, about is how he's a big guy, and he's kind of shaped like Ohio. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Like, Ohio kind like of is like he had a mullet. No, Ohio's kind of like a you know kind of like bigger on top and kind of like teeters off on the bottom. Okay. That's kind of how like a football player looks. So they kind of look like the shape of Ohio. Okay. So that's what I'm thinking it was uh, all about. I was trying to figure out. I'm like, am I am I just not getting the joke? Like, <laughs> that's how I took the joke. But it's still, you know, it's it's 
It could be, yeah. Bad, I mean, bad uh, Saved by the Bell, right? But man, so, that, that's a pretty that's a pretty complex joke to like expect from like you know Saved by the Bell fans. <laughs> like you know, go, go back and watch like, some of the ones that oh, aired so, on Saturday morning, and there are some jokes in there that make no sense to any child. Made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Like I mean, they might make sense to you now, but but if you go back and try to remember them as a child watching it, you're like. How would I have found that funny? Like, like Screech references like television shows that had been off the air for like twenty years and other random stuff, and you're just like, okay. Kind yeah. of like the Big Bang Theory stuff, where it's just, they just mention random shit, and it's somehow supposed to be a joke that they're mentioning it. Like Thundercats, Green Lantern, Laugh Track. Uh, he's just mentioning TV shows and comic books. How is how is that a joke? The Flash. Green Arrow, laugh track. Uh, again, he's just mentioning products like in books, like how is whatever. Anyway, so so, so back to yeah, DC's Legends of Tomorrow episode five of season six, the Satan, yes. Satanists apprentice. Yeah, we're getting off track. Um, yeah, we're getting off track. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, by the way, this episode was directed by Katie Lotz, who plays Sarah Lance. So. Just letting you know that. What's that? This you, episode was directed by Katie well, Lotz, who plays Sarah Lance. Oh, it was directed by her. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> that's probably why we didn't see her in the last episode. Right. Which is interesting, too, because in this episode, Mick's not in it. So now each char- each person has one episode where they weren't uh, in. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. They just kind of flipped you know, who was going to be in it and who wasn't. Um, yeah, because this is actually yeah. probably the first episode without Mick, ever. Right, exactly. and last week's was the first episode, or was it the week before that? I don't remember. Um, last week was the first episode without uh, Sarah. Right, okay, yeah. so it is interesting. <clears throat> so, so what's going on with Astra? Yeah. So, so, so Astra, um, she, she had, the, like, an argument with... Uh, with Robert Truss as she was walking up there, her neighbor. Um, she goes into the house and she's being ignored by Constantine and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's looking upstairs for something in the attic and she finds a painting talking to her. She hears a painting talking to her and finds mm-hmm. out that the painting is possessed <clears throat> by Alistair Crowley. And, a, and a, he's, he's basically an occultist who's trapped in the painting. He offers to teach her magic, intending to find the fountain of Imperium, <clears throat> a source of alien magic. During which a, is what he... Yeah, his, which he practiced, I guess. He was obsessed with the idea of, of aliens as well as... Ma- like, he, he believed that aliens... Were basically like, I don't know. He, he believed all that weird stuff, but I guess he believed that aliens were like some of the gods and that they revealed like the Quran and like other books that he believed like had like secret hidden magic inside, but like only he and like other adepts were able to like interpret, you know, type of stuff. And, and, El, El, the Quran, and L. Ron right, Hubbard followed him and then decided to create his own religion based on. Right, well, there you go. So, so, that that, that kind of just proves, uh, yeah, proves he, to you yeah, how Scientology been... is a crock. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so is, so is Crawleyism. Yeah, I, I know. mean, this guy, 
you know, the real the real Crowley. He ended up spending time in a, a pyramid. He claims that's where he received received the revelation of his book called the Book of the Law or something like that, which is like basically just like a hedonist like do do what you want that is the entirety of the law like oh you you need to be in meditation for six days in the pyramid to come up with that oh man like do what you want oh man like you need to go to egypt to come up with that gem of divine wisdom whatever anyway guy was a piece of shit um racist motherfucker um you know died a heroin addict in the poorhouse because he wanted to basically test his will so he intentionally got himself addicted to heroin just to see if he could get himself off, but he never did. So he died a heroin addict. I'm like, oh, that's so that's that's who the real Alistair Crowley is. Frankly, I think this version is a little bit more charming than the real. Um, well, yeah, a lot of people looked up to him for some reason too, which I, I don't know. Just you know, because he's mysterious and all that stupid shit. You know, whatever. Um. So, yeah, yeah. anyways, uh, in this episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah. in this episode, this version of Crowley, um, he's trapped inside of a painting. Um, during an argument with Constantine, Astra gives Crowley control of Constantine's body. And mm-hmm. then, by, uh, while that happens because of that, uh, then uh, Constantine is stuck inside the painting now while Crowley is mm-hmm. inside of John's body. Um, and uh, when uh, the legends actually arrive at the manor after the events of the previous episode, um, she uh, Astra transforms all of them, after learning some magic, mm-hmm. all of them into household objects. So, uh, at one point, then, she uh, decides that she found a, a Bethany lamp in her house, and uh, Crowley basically says that uh, he needs a body to sac- a human body, a, a live one, to sacrifice for this magic. <clears throat> He's got to rip out the, their soul. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> so sh- she invites Mr. Truss over. And um, mm-hmm. to sell him the lamp. And even though he's a dick and a racist, you shouldn't kill dicks and racists because it's still murder. I'm just, just telling people that ahead of time, okay? Right. Yeah, just just letting you know. <clears throat> there are better ways to deal with those people. Um, right, exactly. That are legal. And uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Astra then tries to stop Crowley from usurping Truss, Truss and the Legend's souls because he's basically going to try to take the Legend's souls as well. At one yeah, because he wants more power. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he he betrays her and transforms everyone into cartoon characters. Right. So all this happened because John was just... I mean, because like, you know, Astra was just living there by herself and like the power got shut down the stink was breaking they had no money they had no food and you know john was basically just off doing you know uh, legends missions and and, and wouldn't do and being blinded by his love of uh of zari 
Yeah, exactly. He was concentrating on all that. And at one point, you know, she said something like, well, you do everything by magic. And he's like, yeah, but magic is still work, you know, stuff like that. So then that's kind of what gave her the idea was like, well, you know, she needs to make some money. She needs to turn the power back on. So that's how, you know, um, Alistair Crowley, you know, preyed upon her desperation basically to do that. So, um, you know, that that's a big part of, you know, the story of this episode is that she's pretty much like all alone. She like, plus like two, she couldn't get on her phone because she ran out of quote demon data on her phone. Because apparently in hell, they still have data that you have to use. Okay. And then, um, you know, the internet, it's just basically just nothing to do inside that mansion. Like literally nothing to do. Like just sitting like in the dark doing absolutely nothing. And then, um, so yes, yeah, yes, yeah, right. You know, after all this, um, you know, he turns everyone into these, these sort of like Disney cartoon characters, like almost like the Beauty and the Beast type of stuff. Yeah, and, and they, they all start singing and stuff. Which yeah, which I have mixed feelings about. But anyways, um, <laughs> it was it was interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure, but it was all right. Um, wasn't one of my favorite episodes, but I'll just give you that. But um, yeah, well, it's kind of like last week's where it it, it seems like. There's a lot of like, like almost like a bottle episode. Like it's not a hot, like, like things are taking place like in two places as opposed to like, you know, um, like going about, you know what I mean? Like they yeah, it's funny, and, though. Like, it's probably one of the most expensive bottle episodes ever because they had to animate everything. Oh, sure. And, and, uh, in, in, and even just animating the, the painting of, uh, Aleister Crowley talking probably cost a decent amount. Right. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Totally. And like, I've heard too that like they said this season someone said that they might actually not do as much time travel and it does seem like so far they haven't done a whole I know they've done a few episodes but it does seem like yeah. well I mean they were in the 50s it, in the one episode they were oh, in the yeah, future true. in another episode and then yeah and then I think right, right. I, I, yeah so yeah I think the an upcoming episode not the next one but I think the one after it or maybe sometime soon they're going to be in the wild west again so well Oh, oh God! Yeah, end up meeting like Jonah Heck for like the eighteenth time. I don't know if he'll. Um, be, I don't even know if he'll be involved. But uh, it's an episode that's coming up. That uh, yeah, it's going to be episode eight actually. Um, called stressed right. stressed western, and it's uh, actually directed by David Ramsey, who played um, Diggle on uh, on Arrow. So we'll see how that goes because he's directing an episode mm-hmm. on like all of the. Arrowverse shows this year, I think. Most of them, if not all of them. So, mm-hmm. And then he's, he's guest starring, I know, on an upcoming episode of Batwoman. So, we'll see how that goes, too. Okay. Um, yeah. I'd like to see him on some of the other shows, too. That'd be cool. Because I like Diggle. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, so, they're all animated. <clears throat> um... Do you want to take a break here, really quick, actually, Matt, and then we'll talk about the rest of the oh, episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that now yeah, that sure. now, now that everybody's animated, we can take a break. Yeah, sure. I don't know what the logic there is, but it makes about as much sense as the logic in this episode. <coughs> it's whatever. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> What is Gen X? What is the Silent Generation? What do generations have in common? 
Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. And we are back. We're still animated, though. Mm-hmm. So should I sing this portion? No. no me, 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 me. I wasn't really digging on that they had. Um, oh, I shouldn't sing, probably. No. Okay. <sighs> I'll save everybody. So, you know, If you want to hear me sing, you can buy my next album. Yeah. It'll be out. In the future. Mm-hmm. In the future. Yes. You might have to build a time machine to find it, though. So, we'll see. <laughs> um, anyways, so, what do we got going on now? They're all animated. Mm-hmm. In these cartoon characters. So, <clears throat> after that, Astra ends up using a spell created by her mother, Natalie. To remove all of the magic to save things. This was after they had actually... I forgot to say that, basically, um, she's... Um, uh, Trust got knocked out at one point. It was on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, <clears throat> the, the spell that she used of her mother's... Um, it actually it retraps Crowley and restores everyone to their bodies, but it also <laughs> depowers everyone of their magic, including John, like, including John like Constantine. The entire house is is yeah. depleted. Yeah, because Natalie invented that spell when they were like teenagers or whatever. Because they both they both got in the magic together, but um, John was much more reckless in his pursuits and he wanted to learn the dark arts as well as, you know, I guess the regular arts and Natalie didn't really believe in that. She just was like a basic sort of like a, like a regular witch, like, you know, potions, healing, that kind of stuff. Whereas John like really, really, really got into like the dark arts and all kinds of stuff. So she, she actually left him because of that. He's like, like, you know, we can't be friends anymore if you're going to continue doing this like it's either magic or 
for us and he chose magic and then that's kind of what led to the whole thing too of Aster going into hell and all this kind of stuff because he got into some really really but, really like dangerous forms of magic um so so the whole dark arts thing makes me have have a question here can i go to a school because i know you can go to a school and study liberal arts Mm-hmm. Can you study dark arts, or is that considered conservative arts? <laughs> I don't know any school that teaches dark arts, unless you're talking about like Harry Potter universe. Oh, um, okay. I was just German making strength. sure there wasn't like I, I, I couldn't go to like the local community college <laughs> and study the dark. No, arts. well, you might be able to take a course. Well, you could. T- a course of magic is like from an anthropological point of view but like no you're not gonna like learn spells or anything like that yeah but you might meet someone who practices magic at your class okay then you could start doing magic outside of class but, but i can't get no you're not I gonna can't learn get a degree like, in it no oh, okay. you can only get a degree like an academic sense like about the theory of magic or oh, okay. history of magic or from, sort of probably from like anthropology i'm guessing um so yeah, all right. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. I'm just curious. There you go. I, I but yeah. So now I, I don't have. I don't, I don't have the. I don't have the uh, the energy to go back to school anyway. So I'm just making sure. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. So so Natalie, Natalie, Natalie invented this spell. Basically, like if he if he gone way too because he was already going that way anyway. But if he gone to the point of like just like extreme. Or he may have already gone to that point, but but Natalie died at some point, so maybe she wasn't able to do it to the point where he went too far anyway, because um, Astra got sent down to hell, and I think that was after Natalie died, so yeah. I don't think... She she probably would have put that spell on him long before he ever got to that point, which is, you know, if you go back to, like, the last season or so, that's... Yeah, and I mean that, that, was, that was basically another, that was another issue that Astra had is because she aged in, in hell, but she's actually a lot younger. She's only fifteen years old. Yeah, no, no, no. or younger. She, well, she's probably older <laughs> mentally as well because yeah, she but, technically aged in hell. But, yeah, um, so so yeah. so she wasn't able to get a job anywhere because she's really not old enough to have a job. So <laughs> according to yeah, uh, they, they think she's only fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's weird. Um, so, anyways, in the um, in the spell, of course, yeah, yeah. They they basically, like I said, the spell depowered Constantine, which kind of sucks. And while all this, a, was, it was a song as well. Yeah, which makes sense because you're animated and you got to sing. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> everybody that's animated has to sing, right? You have to. I, I did not like that song very much, I to be honest. Um, no, me either. It, it was, I know they were trying to do like a Disney type of song, but I just, it, I it, like, I know it's supposed to be whimsical and like dreamy, and, you know, to basically put Crowley to sleep, you they know. probably just needed better writers for the up. song. <laughs> yeah, I, I just was not a huge. No. Yeah, so what do you think is going to happen now with John with no magic? I mean, like, I how know. is that's, he even going to help the legend? The, um, yeah, we, we also had something yeah. else that went on in this episode, too, Matt. That wasn't everything. Oh, yeah? Either. Yeah, because Sarah... Oh, we forgot Sarah. about all this <laughs> shit. Yeah. Sarah, meanwhile, Sarah meets Bishop, her kidnapper, 
and the creator right. of all the Ava clones. After From the future, yeah. After right? uh, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. After healing Sarah, Bishop claims that human greed doomed Earth and intends to restart humanity using using alien DNA, wanting Sarah to teach them right. strength. All right, so Sarah is betrayed by a deceitful Ava clone, inadvertently leading Bishop to her ship, who <laughs> reveals that the pods collected its inhabitants' DNA, so she has these alien DNA. Um, Sarah then kills Bishop, um, <laughs> but is she? But at the end, she is knocked out, only to meet him again. So he's not really dead. So he just comes back, yeah. <clears throat> So basically, yeah. Who knows what's happening here? Bishop, yeah. <laughs> Bishop thinks he's gonna save humanity by creating them into like these weird, like monster-like creatures, um, with like bat wings and just whatever. Um, and wants Sarah to train them, which is weird because his whole thing was that he was sad that humanity like warred with each other. But then he wants the new race of people to learn how to fight. Like I don't. Uh, okay, I don't understand. Why would you? Okay, that's like saying like, oh, like people used to shoot each other, so now we need to teach them how to shoot. Like, like okay, I don't understand that logic. But, all right, um, like, and uh, I don't know who is this guy. I mean, like he's just he's weird. Like he's got one of those stupid those man buns or whatever they're called. Um, yeah, hipster buns, you know, and, or whatever. They rarely. I think look it's good. the dude from. Yeah, they rarely. I think it's the same dude from. Um, you ever seen the um, Auntie Donna's Funhouse or whatever it's called on Netflix? Um, no, I haven't. Uh, it looks like him. I don't know if it's the same guy character or same dude, but it looks like it might be the same guy. But anyway, he's like, he's like this party dude. Like he dances and like. Huh. Turns on like a disco ball and yeah, it's just the, like a. The actress name is, know, like, the actress name is Rafi Rafi Bars Barsum Barsumayan B A R S O U M I A N is the actor's name. Okay, and uh, he's known for the Vampire Diaries, Shameless, The Rest of Us, um, The Code. Um, Primavera mm. is a short that he's in. Mm. Um, he hasn't done a whole lot, really. He was like in an episode of NCIS. Okay. What'd you say the show that you thought he was from? Oh, yeah, like Auntie Donna's. I forgot the yeah. name of it. It's like a comedy, it's a comedy show on Netflix. So yeah, the name of it, but... yeah, it's not him. Yeah. I was just making sure. No, it's not okay. him. Yeah. He actually did the voice of John Wilkes Booth in a short film called Booth um, as well. So, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I like the actor. I think he's kind of cool. <laughs> but uh, he's got a cool... Yeah. cool Just, uh, um, this whole... I don't know about the character, though. That's the thing. It's, like, hard to say what the... It's... I don't know. Yeah. This whole plot, I'm not sure if I like it that much. Um, I don't know. Um... We'll see. Uh, but, like, I don't know, like, the whole, like, Winona Earp and, like, like I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe well, I'm just in well, the weird well, mood well, lately, the, re- I, the reason that they're, okay, here, here's the thing. 
They're referencing Winona Earp because on mm-hmm. Winona Earp they reference Sarah Lance. Oh, so, some okay. of the some of the writers from both shows are friends with each other, so they did this thing to kind okay. of like, like 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 a give and take sort of thing where they were just kind of talking, you know, basically in dialogue talking back to each other. Gotcha. So, okay. So, so I guess in the show Winona Earp, one of the characters mentioned uh, Sarah Lance at one point when they were talking about like who she reminded like something about favorite characters or crushes or something like that and she talked about sarah lance so (laughs) yeah so so they did a they did a little thing i don't know we'll see maybe there's a maybe it'll be in our trivia that's coming up we'll see here um do you want to take a break here matt and then talk some talk some trivia some trivs yeah yeah we'll come back with some trivs peeps (laughs) bye Need a new podcast to listen to? Well, why not check out the Super Podcast from the Super Network at supermarcy.com where we discuss films and pop culture and we do monthly fan-voted commentaries. We are available on all major podcasting platforms. And we are back, folks. We be back. How, how are the kids saying it these days? Are they just saying we're? Uh, are, are they just saying we're know. back? Because I have no idea. I um. want to. I, I want to be hip. <laughs> I'm gonna grow out a man bun too. Yeah, man. My niece's bo- new boyfriend has a man bun. I could ask. Well, him, yeah. I, I could ask him how to do it. He's a cool kid, though. I like him. So I mean, yeah, that's so, cool. So, so it'll be good. Anyway, so um, <laughs> but then again, I I I'm, I'm, I'll mention the fact that he's a kid, and I'm like. In my forties, so um, this <laughs> okay, all right. So here's some trivia. You ready for the trivs? The trivs, yeah, yeah. This is the first episode of the series not to feature McRory, as we have talked about. This leaves no characters to mm-hmm. appear in every episode of the series. Um, wow. In a season four episode of Winona Earp, Nicole mentions wanting to see Waverly. In Sarah Lance cosplay. In this in this episode, Bishop tells Sarah he has all fifteen seasons of Winona Herb queued up for her while he waits for her to decide on whether or not she wants to help him. Okay. So that's why they did that, as we were talking before. Okay. Um right. Astra's uh cartoon form is very similar to Tiana from Princess and the Frog. And almost that uh, trivia right here being listed seems racist to me in some way. Okay, so um, <laughs> just saying that, yeah, she she kind of looks like the one black princess. <laughs> I don't know why, but that just seems wow. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> God. Okay, <clears throat> the title is a parody of uh, Johann Wolfgang von. Uh, Goethe, G-O-E-T-H-E, poem, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, yeah. as popularized by its adaptation in the 1940 film Fantasia. Um, second episode directed by Katie Lotz. When asked what it was like coming in to direct an episode and then finding out that you were going to 
have to also oversee the animation aspect of this particular one, she stated. At first, I was a little worried because I was like, I have no idea what to do. And then once we all got on a call with uh, Tony um, Cervoni, who uh, was our animation expert over at Warner Brothers, he was just super knowledgeable and so sweet and awesome and excited to play with us. So after I got to meet all of them, I was like, oh, I don't have anything to worry about. I would definitely highly recommend (laughs) working with Tony. He was a very nice, very open to collaboration Um, and patient with my lack of experience in the animation space. I've always heard it's kind of hard to direct yourself. What was it like trying to direct yourself when you were so often alone or mostly alone and uh and i'm chained up to a bed it was really tough i it was tough and i think because in the last episode i only had one scene and it was simple i was like oh this will be a breeze acting and directing ain't no thing and then one day (laughs) i was like oh wow wait how do i do this (laughs) we hadn't really had any actor directors and i actually hadn't worked with an actor director so i didn't know what pitfalls i was going to be hitting beforehand and neither did the show (laughs) so we learned together on the first day it was really hard by the second day we had figured out how to get the feed to my ipad and how to record it (laughs) so we have time to do the playback And that, we needed to get a special actor that is cleared for COVID. Who could be there for blocking and rehearsals so that I could be behind the camera? Because the way that it was, there was nobody that could even stand in for me with the actors because of COVID. That was the longest trivia thing I've ever read on this show. Wow. (laughs) That was all yeah. in the Internet Movie Database trivia there. Okay. Bishop mes- mentions the uh, um, TV series Winona Earp, which apparently spans 15 whole seasons. In the real world, the series only ran for five seasons, with the final season <laughs> ending in 2021. Um, Astra turning the legends into household objects is reminiscent of the Disney film Beauty and the Beast, as you mentioned earlier. Um, mm-hmm. The objects that Astra turns the legends into are Ava, a binder. Spooner, mm-hmm. a fork. Get it? Mm-hmm. Her name's Spooner, yep. and she turned into a fork. Right. Okay. Nate, mm-hmm. Nate, a block of cheese. Get it? Because he's cheesy. Right. Um, Bayrod, a candlestick. Not sure on that one. Maybe because he smokes a lot of pot. Maybe, yeah. Um, Zari, a flip phone, which makes sense. Right. Um, the legend's uh, forms reflect them in some way. Oh, here we go. Ava being organized. Spooner, a silverware pun on her name. Nate, he's cheesy. And his defense is full of holes. Mm. Bayrod fries his head with drugs. (laughs) Zari is always on her phone. Um... Yeah. Okay, there's a couple more really yep. long, long uh, um, trivia things that I'm not going to read. 
Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Ooh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so, like... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, Crowley's manip- manipulation of Astra is similar to how a cult leader lures in new recruits. They pointed out, though, too. So I just wanted to point that out, which is very true. Mm-hmm. Because that's how I lured in... Wait, sorry. Wait, what? I, should, <clears throat> I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, too, is, like, Crowley, like basically manipulated Astra by like like oh you're such a you know quick study and all this kind of stuff and you know like she transforms all the whole house into like this beautiful thing with all kinds of like tiaras and gold and silver then she comes back and it's all a bunch of trash again and he's like oh well this is beginner's magic you you know that stuff doesn't stay forever you know stuff like that you know <clears throat> and um yeah yeah, and so, Bishop too. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. I'm just saying, Bishop too. Kind of like you said, has like a cult vibe as well. Like, yeah, he does. Uh, like they both do. Like it's weird. Um, <clears throat> maybe they should get together. Bishop, ooh, Bishop and Crawley go on tour together. Bishop and Crawley, like Seals and Crofts, but instead they just <laughs> whoa, indoctr- <laughs> whoa, <laughs> Bishop and Crawley. They just indoctrinate people into like weird. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean the thing, the name Bishop. I mean, I don't think he has in his. I don't think his character has a character in the in the comics that's uh, that's that's the same at all or anything. I mean, there are characters in like Marvel called Bishop, but uh, I don't know of any yeah. in DC. And um, there's a, but the name Bishop, you know, meaning like a like there's like bishops in churches, and uh, mm-hmm. so it does have that kind of cult like sort of you know religious aspect to it. Also, like the. Uh, robotic character in the aliens franchise named bishop as well oh okay so that could be some kind of you know play on that you know he was in space and he was not really a human per se you know so i mean there could be some kind of implications there i don't know Mm -hmm. we'll have to see what happens um yeah Yeah. hopefully things happen any any uh, other really cool in the next episode hopefully the next episode is called bishop's gambit so, mm-hmm. so I, I, he's probably yeah. going to feature prominently in that episode, right? Maybe we'll get his backstory or whatever. Yeah. Why he's, you know, so intent on quote saving, saving humanity. What's the other thing too? So he said something about Ava, all the Ava clones that he built, like specific things into them. So it's like, I wonder if he's implying that like even Sarah's Ava can be like turned into being like. A clone, like basically, like just whatever he wants her to be, type of thing. Like if there's some kind of like Manchurian candidate sort of thing in her, where she could just be flipped and then. Yeah, because he makes he made some comment like it's almost like you were destined to be together. Like he planned that whole thing out. Like you know, so he could so he could capture Sarah then. Exactly, because he knew that she liked girls, and she knew that he knew that she liked this you know particular type of personality, and you know, so who knows? That would really suck though, because like. I've really grown, grown really close to Ava as a character. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. What about, what about John? Like, cause like, will John's cancer come back? Cause I thought he is using magic to basically prevent him from like, well, I think the magic having... took it away or something, but I don't know what's going on. We'll have to see what happens in there. And oh, I mean, plus, well, I know, plus the thing away, is, it's but, like, plus yeah. the thing is, is he's never had like, I mean, he, he basically can manipulate man- magic. He doesn't necessarily always possess the magic right yeah i know, so, you yeah, know what i, I mean that. so he might still be yeah. able to 
do magic, just not and be as powerful, maybe? I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Well, but what's going to happen, I think, is because he, he already knows what he has to learn yeah. because it's all it's all in his mind. So he'll have to start from scratch, but it's probably not going to take as long as it did, you know, to get to that point. You know what I mean? Because he knows, like, what books to read and what spells to practice. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he was searching yeah. like he was before. So, you know. He'll probably plus two. I don't know because Crowley said something about the fountain of Imperium with like an un unending magic or whatever. So maybe he'll finally succumb to trying to get his magic back. You know, by going into that. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll he did to, look. For- we'll have to see what happens. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully he doesn't lose his magic totally. That'll be really bad. Because. <laughs> I know, because what's he got with the legends? That's what he does. I mean, like, it's, you know. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I yeah. mean, I don't know what the contract looks like for the actor or anything, too. So maybe it's setting up him leaving the show, too. Because I know also, like, in the DC world, yeah, the DC world right now, they are developing a, uh, a um, Justice League dark, like, series or movie right now, too. And John oh, okay. Con- John Constantine is a character in that, but they did say they're not going to have um, Matt Ryan play the character, so mm. so they were going to cast <clears throat> another actor. And there was talk of bringing back Keanu Reeves as Constantine, which would be a bad choice in my opinion because the, <laughs> the Constantine movie was fun. But there's something yeah. there's there's something. I mean, the, my my opinion too. Matt Ryan is Constantine. I mean, I don't care yeah. if people like legends or look down upon it because it's on the cw or whatever they do he's such mm-hmm. a good actor and he basically embodies that character i mean the character was basically built as a you know modeled after sting at that time <clears throat> right yeah and, exactly you know so you need like a like like a british you know guy who has that kind of fuck <laughs> fuck you attitude that matt ryan embodies like perfectly you know so, right yeah. yeah i don't know we'll see what happens here and uh hopefully he doesn't leave the show because i really like constantine he's one of my favorite characters <laughs> in the dc universe i know period, me too so yeah <clears throat> everybody needs that fuck you guy in their world yeah <laughs> the fuck you guy yeah <laughs> any other thoughts here matt before we wrap things up no, uh, just um, look forward to see. Well, it's was is um tomorrow. Is it on? Or are they skip another week? It, it sh- <clears throat> there should be an episode this week, so we'll, we'll okay, cool. We'll, we'll be back here next weekend with another episode, another recap and uh, review of the show. So cool. Make cool, sure cool, cool. you uh share the show with your friends. Check out all two real two dot com. Um, you know, follow us on the twits mm-hmm. and the, twits and the books and the and the uh grams and all that good stuff grams yeah check out our patreon that'll really help us out um Mm -hmm. yeah you know buy some stuff at t public that'll help us out too um yeah yeah do all the things you do for people you love Mm -hmm. and people you kind of like yeah (laughs) and not for the people you hate yeah well, actually, a yeah. lot of times, I think in this world, we tend to glorify the people we hate more than the people we love. So what we need to do yeah. in this world is talk about things we love more than we do about things we hate. 
Sounds good. So let's do that, folks. If you like the show, talk about us. That takes like two seconds to be like, hey, check out this podcast. Yeah. It's not that hard. I mean, it's not really. No. Just go on, go on your social meds and, and, and meet it up. Yeah. Meet it up, man. Meet it up. Me, yeah, meet it up. There you go. Um, Socially meet it up. <clears throat> is, that yeah. a, is, is, is that a verb? You know, I don't really know. Um, <clears throat> could be. Okay, it is now. I <laughs> love you all. I love you, Matt. Love you. I love, I love all of you. It's so beautiful. You know what that's from? Red Hot Chili Peppers? I love all of you. What's what's the lyrics after that? I'm not sure. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> something by the cold or something. Anyways, so we're going to... If you love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you should love us. Yeah, there you go. Or I'm going to have to live under a bridge. Um... <laughs> Under the, under the bridge downtown. Yeah. So, love y'all. Yep. Be good. Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> Wear a mask if you still have to. <laughs> Wear a condom. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.